Definitely my favorite <coughs> favorite Christmas song is uh, Hall and Oates' Jingle Bell Rock, Daryl's version. Good song, man. It's awesome. Welcome to the Swamp Flies Tellin' Lies. Merry Christmas, everybody. Just uh, kind of chilling today, kind of getting my shit in order to uh, get some stuff done personally. Hopefully... Hopefully this week or in the ne- hopefully by the start of the new year I'll have a have a new job by then hopefully uh, it's just taking some time uh, turned in quite a few applications resumes just it's not much I could do at this point um, so I am going to just kick back and get some stuff done around my place tidy up um, and uh, set up more going forward with the podcast is I want to just uh, consistently have more guests on um, again feel free message text call you want to be on you got an idea what you want to talk about feel free We'll set up a date and a time. I say we. Uh, I mean me and you. <coughs> um, it is now Sunday afternoon. You usually have a podcast out by now. Um, just with the chaos going on in my life personally, I just didn't have time to record one this past week. Just a, a lot happening. Um, so next week I'll I'll be back to uh. I won't be solo like I am right now. I will be interviewing somebody, anybody. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's just it's just crazy times, man. Um, everybody's been affected somehow by COVID nineteen going on. Um, I made it through some crazy times before uh stock markets crashing housing markets crashing um was lucky enough to keep working through some tough times almost made it through this one and just uh just didn't it's just how it goes so the, the goal is now is to just find a job then hopefully keep that job through the pandemic and start setting up so I could get uh, find a job that I could have a career with and uh, keep building my retirement. But until that, I am just signing up anywhere and everywhere. It's kind of like this podcast is about anything and everything could discuss. 
<coughs> it's not the Rona, I just had a tickle in my throat. So, with it being Christmas and all, Friday night I went to the movie theater and watched Christmas Vacation on the big screen for the first time. I uh, never got to watch it in the theater before. It was a great experience. There wasn't a lot of us there. Everybody's masked up. Um, they only showed the same pre... They, they, it was good. It was good. I still laugh every time I watch that movie. Uh, next week, they are going to be showing Scrooged, and I can't wait to go to that. Uh, it's only $6. It's well worth it. Um, I own these movies personally, but um, a few years back, I I remember saying that I wish they would show old school movies, and it's too bad it took this pandemic to get that started here in Ketchikan. It's not a lot being released, and when they do, it's just, yeah. Anyways, so movies I didn't get to see in the theater, I am now getting to see, and a lot of them are just 80s classics, man, and it's, it, it that's, uh, that's a huge plus, um, not everything's, I mean, there's a lot of bad shit has happened this year, and I'm just trying not to be all doom and gloom, that's one of the big bright sides, um, yeah, so anyways, I went, I went to it, and, um, just fucking laugh my ass off, Cousin Eddie's lines were great, the whole movie was just great on the theater. It wasn't, uh, you could see that, I don't know, it just, it It looked nice, but it wasn't like uh, Blu-ray quality or anything, which made it even better, kind of led, like, I don't know, just um, some of the movies I have on my hard drive are definitely VHS quality, and if they're 80 movies, 80s movies, then I want them at that quality. Um, Nostalgia is a hell of a drug for me. <laughs> um, right when you walk in, you'll see... If you ever come into my place, the first thing you're going to see is the theatrical release poster of The Lost Boys. It's the first thing you're going to see when you walk in my house. So, like I said, uh, Christmas Vacation was awesome. I cannot wait to watch Scrooged in the theater. Um, I also, I think it was back in October, I was able to, for, for the very first time ever, I watched uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas with my sister and her family did not know that <laughs> did not know that was a musical enjoyed it um, so I've just been kind of on this kick of when I could go to the theater I'm going to like I said these older movies they're only charging six bucks to get in and it's like okay yeah cool man I sit by myself I for the most part I, I unless Carly's over here one of my sisters um, Jesse Arahu but for the most part, I, I like going to the theater alone. Um, not that I'm opposed to fucking going with people, but for the most part, yeah. I mean, I I just fucking enjoy the, the theater experience. Um, something, like, I, I don't mind watching some of the new releases at home. Like, I'll definitely, like, I bought Bill and Ted Face the Music. Um, I would have loved to see that in the theater and had a shared experience with the big crowd. For instance, uh, when I went to Avengers Infinity War, that place was fucking jam-packed. And 
uh, everybody oohing and aahing, and then everybody just sitting with an anticipation of the post credit scene. <laughs> uh, so, so during the post credit scene of Infinity War, as you know, there's nothing until the very end. There's you were so you're just waiting there, and everybody's just kind of sitting together in stunned silence. That when Infinity War ended, the Avengers lost. The snap happened. So, like halfway through the credits, someone just very loudly, "Is there a post-credit scene?" And then someone else just yelled, "Shut the fuck up!" And everybody started laughing. And then everybody got really quiet because we're all fucking nervous to see what the post-credit scene was. Cut to a year later, I went to Endgame with with uh, with Carly, Jared, and Logan. While we're standing in line, it was a beautiful day. Beautiful spring day. It's a Saturday. And there was just a whole bunch of us. I was wearing my... um, I was wearing a Thanos shirt my sister had got me. Right? And this little kid... There's two little kids. And they were in front of me and they were talking. I could hear them. They were kind of worried that the Avengers weren't going to be able to pull it out. Um, I felt like... uh, that joke from Eddie Murphy's uh, 1987 stand-up Eddie Murphy Raw when he was talking about Rocky and uh, how how crazy people go and like I don't want to spoil this but Rock pulls this one out but that I'm, that's that's how I felt I felt like saying ah the Avengers are gonna pull it out but I'm excited to see how we get there because they ended it in such a way that okay you have my attention. <laughs> Um, so anyways, one of the kids turned around and he saw my shirt and my shirt said I survived the Thanos purge. And it was a picture of the Infinity Gauntlet snapping. Anyways, the kid was just like, um, do you, do you think they're going to beat Thanos this time? And I just leaned down and I smiled and I said, yeah, I hope so anyways, right? And then talked to them briefly and then they turned around and they it, it seemed to give them confidence instead of the doom and gloom. That, that we experienced them. So cut to the movie and I was sitting next to Logan and I was just like, oh shit, oh fuck man, oh man. I was crying, I was laughing. I, that's why if you ever, when I, going forward, whenever I'll watch a new movie, I'll post the trailer for it and then I'll just put, you'll laugh, you'll hurl, you'll cry. <laughs> that, that's pretty much pretty much how it was the whole experience for me of Endgame just a crowded packed theater um just all the like the undeniably great fan fan service people cheering people laughing together people crying I was one of them I was one of them crying I cry at movies yeah anyway so uh now during Christmas vacation like I said the theater was far from packed I think it's just capped at like 20 people we were all laughing together we were fucking laughing our asses off anytime cousin eddie was on the big screen which it reminds me back in september i went to the movies and i went to the goonies this was my first movie that i went to at the theater while the covid19 was going on i guess there was 20 of us there and for two hours I, I I forgot about the fucking chaos that was going on in everybody's life. 
all of us were laughing. Every one of us enjoyed the Goonies. We laughed at all the right parts. We cheered at the right parts. When Chunk, when they when they said they wanted Chunk to tell the truth, and he was crying and he said everything and they said everything and then he kissed he he tells everything from from the time he was like a little baby all the lies and stealing he did it was just it was great and um in certain moments i forget that the theater isn't packed and that it felt like it was packed because we're all all 20 of us were just laughing so hard that that's how it was this past friday um so anyways uh so yeah six dollars uh support support the local theater uh you could also yeah i don't know it's just it's just uh i enjoy it i'm i'm enjoying that part like i said that that's a bright spot especially right now like i said with the craziness of my own personal life there's also uh last week i asked adam about a, a certain gift his favorite gift and I, I thought of some more for myself personally there was uh let's see 1989 i had the sega master system and for Christmas, my my parents got me uh, tag team wrestling. That was a lot of fun. And then they also got me Ghostbusters for the Sega Master System. And I was just like, holy shit. Holy shit, man. And I never beat that. I never beat it on the Nintendo. I never beat it on the Sega Master System. Um, I want to say I got close, but I don't know. I know I, I borrowed Gene's excuse me, I borrowed Gene's Game Genie, went in and was trying to use that to beat Ghostbusters. Um, it's weird, man. There was like, uh, you were the Ghostbuster symbol and then houses would be flashing. Buildings, <coughs> excuse me, buildings would be flashing and you bring the symbol over there, then you press like A or X or whatever. And then you cut to and then uh, then you're in the Ghostbuster vehicle, the Ecto-1, and you're driving, you're dashing in and out, then you get, and then, um, anyways, it's just, uh, I remember that, I just remember, like, holy shit, man, I got, like, I had gotten so many games, like, they just, like, it was just, like, my, my 12-year-old <laughs> mind was just, like, holy shit, look at all, look at all the stuff that, <laughs> that I got, they got me, they got me all this cool shit, I got some, I remember, uh, I just remember, like, going into the bedroom and playing my games, and my brother came in, and we were talking, and he was watching and talking shit to me, because I couldn't, couldn't be, anyways, I was having fun playing it, um, now cut to the following year, and that's when I got the Sega Genesis, and then I got, <coughs> um, for Christmas, I got James Buster Douglas's KO Boxing, and that one I beat rather easily. Uh, I beat that Christmas morning. Me and Milo were uh, we opened up gifts. We were hanging out with every, you know me, Carly, Milo, with our parents. And then um, so we went to the bedroom to play two player game. It was fun. And then um, uh, we had Carly in there. Carly was playing with like her Ninja Turtles and whatnot. And I beat the game. Uh, beat. I also remember one Christmas. Um, got the new Castlevania game Johnny came down to hang out and like that motherfucker beat <laughs> he beat Castlevania in like an hour and a half and didn't die <laughs> it, was, it was like holy shit man uh fun game um another uh 
another time, um, 96, 96 Christmas, um, I was an adult, <laughs> and, uh, opened up gifts, um, parents were separated, Milo was home for Christmas, and then, uh, I opened up the gift from him last, and it was a PlayStation, and I was just like, holy shit, man, fucking thank you, he said, yeah, man, fuck yeah, got me the PlayStation, um, The, the girl I was dating at the time, the next day ordered a new controller and a game. It was Crash Bandicoot. And holy shit, that game was so much fun. Um, so it's just uh, growing up in, into uh, when I eased into being an adult. <laughs> I was still uh, playing a lot of the games. Um, so it was just, uh, I have a lot of good memories of that shit. Um Another time I got a WWF ring. There's a picture of Carly in it. I think Carly was like one or two. I don't know if me or Milo put her in the ring, but like we got the ring, little ring set up for my <laughs> for my action figure WWF action figures, but um I think we got a picture. I'll have to go through. I'll, I'll ask my mom for it, but I, I think I think Milo put her in the ring and took a picture. It was, it was pretty cool. So there's just um those are just some of the some of the great memories I have of Christmas. Uh, I do love Christmas, even though I rail against Christmas music being played too early. Um, first, I was a fucking Eddie Booth hard ass. No Christmas music until December first. Well, I retconned that this year, so I gave Jesse permission that she could start playing Christmas music the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Um, so, Jingle Bell Rock is definitely my favorite Christmas song. Um, and then, uh, Last Christmas would be, uh, probably my second favorite. Um, Wham! Just a great... I think it's about him getting dumped. <laughs> like, immediately. Catchy as shit, though. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, obviously Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. That, that came out my junior year. I believe it was my junior year. Um, played the fuck out of it too. I think it came out like in November of '94. Uh, yeah, I was I was single when it came out. I played. I used to always hear it on watch the video on MTV before I go to school, and then you'd switch over to VH1, and then this video was on with Mariah Carey. Uh. There's this uh, car karaoke. I think the guy's name's like James something, James Corden. I don't fucking know. He's a late night show host, and uh, a couple years ago he he did car karaoke. Had Mariah Carey, Lady Gaga, Red Hot Chili Peppers, a bunch of these big 
big names singers doing car karaoke to the song and they were all just enjoying the fuck out of it. Anyways, I just thought I'd end the podcast on it's an upbeat song. I don't want any of you, by the way, you could all kiss my ass. <laughs> That was really good. I'm not actually. I'm not gonna end it. Fuck you guys. It's my podcast. I decide when it ends. I just thought of another song I got on here. <laughs> um, so '93, I was down at Terrence's house leading up to. It was like Thanksgiving weekend, maybe. Anyways, I was just fucking kicked back at Terrence's, and he had Easy E's "5150" 50 album, right? And. uh what was on there was kind of like holy shit okay well there's a song called Merry Motherfucking Christmas (laughs) so we fucking put that on a bunch of fucking mixtapes um yeah 5150 Home for the sick <laughs> I felt like me and Terrence had discovered fucking <laughs> I felt like we discovered plutonium by accident once we once I found this on his on his I think it was a CD was it a cassette maybe Yeah, and then uh, let's not forget Run DMC's Christmas song. Any you motherfuckers know that? By the way, this song is actually played on Die Hard. Oh, I went to Die Hard. Yeah. That was awesome. I went to it last week. Booyah.
Yeah, yeah. I gotta go buy some eggnog. So, shockingly, I never had eggnog until Christmas of 2012. So Carly was over. I, I spent a lot of time with Carly. Um, I uh, she brought eggnog and was like, "Logie, there's eggnog. Here, you get a cup." I said, "Eggnog," and. Uh, you know, she's like, yeah, do you know? I was like, I never had it. She's like, here, here. Handed me a cup and it was just like, holy shit, man. <laughs> like, holy shit, this is good. Uh, I'm going to go buy some eggnog. And on that note, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> just kidding. Um, all right, everybody. Peace.